The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. lose. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to keep shaking up the world. Welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. He's the DB of the show. Maybe a little friction today. All right, man, we are Black in Sports, where we're giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Here, interviewing the best in the game while uh, covering it all, laughing it all, and providing a platform to be heard. So, like what we do around this time, we want to welcome our guests here. So, born in the home of blues music, with others like Oprah Winfrey, Jerry Rice. So this prime time receiver turned professional uh, professional trainer, all right? We have Dion, prime time. <laughs> oh, this is in the house. Clap it up, boy. Clap it up. All right, man. So, hey, how we like to start the show is we get right into it. Ooh. So we want to shoot your shot moment. Uh, so this is when you went for it all, whether it was back on the field, where it was uh, after the ladies, just any time mm. where you shot your shot and you went for it all. Give it to us. Mm. Okay. Um, first thing kind of jumps out to me was um, just it was a decision I had to make. So um, back in 2014 um, at, at one of my training facilities back in Mississippi, um, I had some athletes that was in and were talking about a mission trip. Okay. And, um, you know, so we just kind of – talking about ideas of what it would look like and they mentioned going to South Africa and I was like okay you know and we're saying well who's all in and no one really like stepped forward to commit to it you know when planning a trip it's like oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, everybody's we, in. We, we down we down oh, we, we down. all in but then when it's time to buy the ticket it was like <laughs> yeah, oh me. oh next time uh, I got you you know so um well, when was we going again <laughs> <laughs> right exactly so uh it was a mission trip to South Africa and it was I think it was 2014. Wow. And what was so unique about it was just um, that's when Ebola. That was that was in the, this is this is. It was all it was it was Hold all over, it was all over the media. Um, and this was my first. You know, I didn't even have a passport. Okay. So after the conversation, I went applied. Um, and yeah, so I just kind of jumped out front and was like, "Yo, you know, I'm going. We're good. We're there." And everybody was like, "Uh." Yeah, I'm I'm gonna book I'm gonna book mine, I'm gonna book mine. <laughs> and so it it turned out that, you know, I was one of the only people uh, per, uh people from the facility that ended up going. Oh wow. And, you know, talking to my mom and she was like, You gonna go over there and, and with all that going on and I'm like I'm trusting myself. You know, it's like, yeah. Hey, I made a decision, I gave my word, I'm gonna stick to it and you know, and that just turned into um that that first year and then I ended up going five years in a row. So um, Oh wow that was one of the that's big time. Things That's that a definitely out. shoot your shot moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pandemic what? <laughs> right. right. So where'd your uh, love for sports start? Um, definitely uh, was a kid that, that grew up in sports. Um, Family-wise, I, I have one older brother. Um, he really wasn't in, he's not really into sports. But, um, yeah, mom just kind of got me involved at a young age. Started out with flag football, you know, different sports, basketball, baseball. Um, tried a little bit of everything and you know as you being in Mississippi you know as as you get older football becomes the, the yes, main thing right, yeah. you know and mm -hmm. it was like okay well you got to make a decision and so uh, <laughs> I think back to like the ninth grade I was like you know doing the band thing you know so I was, okay. like, oh, okay. I was you know percussion and you know attempting to 
learn a different art. Come on. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, I remember transitioning to high school and, you know, that was just, you know, that was the thing, you know, hey, you, you play ball, you know, especially with the uh, the history of, of Moss Point High School with um, just kind of dominating the state for a couple years and state championships. It was like, you know, that's something that you always looked up to, you right. know, just from elementary to middle school. I mean, it was to the point of um, getting checkouts to be at the, at the game on Fridays. Like, that's the thing to do. So uh, getting into high school, that was just it. So there it that's, is. that's the first. So Moss Point. Yeah, Moss Point. Represent. Yeah, 228, man. You guys had a lot of people come out of there too, man. Yeah. I mean, from back in the days to, to still. No, definitely, man. Um, Just like I said, it was just all about Tiger pride and just growing up in that. That was the biggest thing. Uh-huh. Um, And football was just, you know, just the dominant sport of the city. And, um, yeah, man, it's just you always want to be a part of that. And that's the majority that you had come out, like, when you're looking at. Now, you know, you give – who was it that came out to? Devin, you know. You had a str- You had a couple basketball, <laughs> but, like, when you looked at it, the, out of Moss Point in particular, mm-hmm. a lot of football players. No, definitely, man. And and that's – I don't know, even just to this day, you know, we, we talk, you know, some of, some of my um, high school teammates and some guys that went on to play with me in college just always – just who we used to look up to and you know and now seeing it seeing them now and stuff like that so and they you know always tying it to my career path now with yeah. the training and, and yeah. performance and stuff so it's been good man but a tough place there definitely <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a sink uh, or swim type of thing hey, so, no no strength, right yeah yeah no it's you know mom and dad can't can't get you on the field out there man <laughs> nah, it's, it's a different life nice you did you ran you ran track too right I participated in track. <laughs> <laughs> was, you, was you over? Uh, I participated in track as well. That's, you know, a, that's you, a kind of known fact. You on the always show. hear that thing of you know coaches like, oh, if you're gonna do multiple sports, you know, yeah. run track, track, run yeah. track, run track, and it's like, yo, like this is different. You know? uh, that's so uh, you know, I I tried, I did the track thing. I'm, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Just uh, off, just just talking about track. Let's okay. go. Um, kind of going out, you know, they identifying who's gonna run what, and so one day I'm kind of just you know bullshitting mm-hmm. and um <laughs> the uh the map teacher uh david maxwell he was a track coach or whatever and i saw some of the old linemen down throwing the discus <laughs> and, and the shot put and so i go over and try it yeah. hey hold on man i just didn't like the way that came off oh no no, no. <laughs> that's what it was no, <laughs> <laughs> right the first time. no no harm no harm no harm in that but yeah so i was just kind of just you know trying it and end up um uh, throwing further than the guys that he had over there working the drill, uh-huh. you know? So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try it. He was like, we'll see. Next track meet, you know, <laughs> we, we need points. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> so I, I go out, uh, the next couple of track meets participate, finish third, fourth, going into, uh, what, is it, what you call it, South State, and qualify for the state finals. There you go. Damn. Yeah, so it was just <laughs> – the running thing was out the gate. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just show up and throw. <laughs> Over there on the barbecue. Hey, right. welcome to the team. Right. Welcome to the family. So, I love it. Uh, <laughs> on the grill over there. And so I'm like, oh, well, coach, I'm a, you know, I get a letter from, from my letterman and stuff. Yeah, this. Oh, yeah, I'm outside, man. Like, let's do it. That's funny. And so, so that's I end up crazy. doing that and, and, and placing. I, I finished fourth in the state. Uh, and it was just funny just how that Off happened. Off a humbug. Yeah, just, just to. <laughs> so basketball too then right did you dabble in that as well just a little bit you know just you know you got to try and see it you yeah know, I, that's one thing i always embrace just give yourself a chance so uh I like so it. yeah i played a little bit uh definitely won one of the front runners but <laughs> i add some depth you know a little, little rotation yeah, yeah, five pounds, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we talk hey, about to give you six for a reason right <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so use yeah. them, baby. Hey, so I can you take know, them to the next game. Did a little bit in that, but you know, you got some guys that really do basketball. Right. So it's like, no. okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be point. over here. <laughs> so where did the name Prime Time come from, and when did that come out? I think it was just the, the easy play with with Deion. Deion. And gotcha. It was just like you know, family uh, would always kind of throw that around, and mm-hmm. you know, certain coaches would always kind of just take to that, and, right? You know, I don't I don't know if they was like trying to compare the two, but you know, <laughs> I'm gonna own it, you know, and that's kind of just where that came from. And uh, like I said, family would, would would mention that from time to time, and then through college, uh, some of my teammates would have fun with that in the locker room and stuff. Got you. You touched on college, uh, Mississippi. Gulf Coast Community College. Yep. That's a lot. Yep. Yep. That's a lot, man. Natty Champions, 2007. Let's 2007, go. man. Uh, Kiss the ring. Oh, let's, let's, let's give a feedback on that. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Say it uh, with your chest. <laughs> so, in 2005, um, May, uh, May 2005, uh, spring practice, um, you know, normal high school uh, rollout or whatever, I tore my ACL in practice, in a wow. scrimmage. Okay. Mm. And, you know, this is the time. This is finishing up junior year, going into senior year. Letters are rolling in. Absolutely. Um, you know, everybody's kind of trying to fill themselves out of like, okay, well, I could really do this at the next level. And then, boom, um, tear, tear my ACL. And it's like, okay, so what do you do? You respond. Yeah. And so I always tie that into, you know, one of the biggest adversities that I had to face that I sure. feel like prepared me for life and as a man. And that happened, and then um, I had surgery later that May. Mm. Throughout summer, I'm, I'm, you know, hey, I'm gonna get back right. because the doctor, Doctor Arthur Black, said, uh, you know, I think he's gonna miss your entire senior season, you know, because technology things there. It's like, oh, it's a full year recovery, so you'll miss. And so I'm grinding it out, kind of breaking the rules, mm-hmm. you know, two or three times a day. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> mom telling me not to drive, and I'm dealing with a lot of. Um, mental just from the neck up you know yeah. friends not coming by it's yeah. like nobody's I, I got a chip on my shoulder like yeah. nah man they, they forgot about me right. this and that yeah. the letters stopped coming and um fast forward august august comes mm-hmm. so it's like okay cool i remember my birthday is august 26 so i remember like going out with some friends uh to celebrate and my mom called me was like hey you need to come home and pack a bag I'm like <laughs> for what she's like this hurricane it's like, oh, uh, you know, we've yeah. always, we, okay. we, we do hurricanes. It's like, okay, cool. We're not running. We board up, mm-hmm. uh, make sure, you know, nothing's in the yard that, you know, the dog's taken care of and things like that. And she was like, nah, I think this one here is a little different, which okay. turned out to be Hurricane Katrina. Katrina. Yep. yep. And so uh, we packed up and uh, we went to visit family in Atlanta for a few weeks, man. And on top of, you know, dealing with a ACL yep. surgery yep. And, wow. and this happened. And so, I mean, wow. I know a lot of people suffered from that storm, but delaying school and me rehabbing and to play i'm not saying it happened because of me but sure. it was just like just looking at it just finding a silver lining in it of okay school was delayed and it's like okay um we come back home lost everything no home, you know no home insurance that type of thing and um you know so it was just adversity was introduced really early that's uh, a big adversity and um you know fast forward end up you know playing um playing my senior year uh finishing up like second and receiving um, had to play a different position, went from receiver to like tight end because you just wasn't right. normal yet, yeah. you know. So it's like, okay, let's, I'm gonna buy in. And right. yeah. it was difficult too. <laughs> uh, just, you know, I'd imagine. And so it was just a different role that was needed. And from there, um, transition, finished my senior year and um, got a scholarship offer. Well, scholarship offer from Mississippi Gulf Coast, which at the time they had this thing called protective list. Mm-hmm. So if you lived in a certain county, 
if a junior if you went to a junior college you had to go to that junior college that recruited that county yeah, yeah. and it was like well no nah, i want to go to pearl river pearl river was winning national <laughs> championships and you know gulf coast wasn't really known for that you right know, they hadn't won a state championship in 20 years and i was like okay well you know release me yeah. you know i'm yeah. I, don't, I don't supposed to be here anyway you know I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm all on on that of you know if it wasn't because i got hurt you know yeah. you hear that story all yeah. the time so yeah. um ended up being the best decision of my life man nice. um got humbled you know thinking that you're the man of your school or you know, and, and just going the junior college route, you know, always, oh, he had to go to JUCO because he didn't have grades yeah. and all these type of things. And it, that really wasn't it. But uh, it was just another opportunity to play sports, play football. And, uh, you know, first year kind of panned out. And second year, we, uh, my sophomore year, we won it all. Went 12-0, and 0, man. And had some, some lifelong friendships off of that, man. Kilgore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we ran it up on Kilgore, man. <laughs> Kilgore actually gave us the net. I think we put sixty three on. There. Yeah, <laughs> and Kilgore's is legit. That's that's that, what you, that's that, what you heard. That's huh? the, exactly because it was always like Kilgore blend. Yeah, and it's I like yo, I mean, it's a reason that it's, it's like eight JUCOs in Mississippi, and you got guys coming in from other programs. You know that other places too, right? Though it's like yo, this is we're, we're expecting a fight. And, yeah, you know, no disrespect, but yeah. <laughs> Talk was, about that comp in Mississippi. So, I, like I was telling you earlier, like I lived a little bit in Alabama after okay. I graduated college. So, I, like I knew about that. I, I learned a little bit about that competition in Alabama. So, yeah, not I'm not saying Alabama and Mississippi the same thing, but just tell me about that comp in Mississippi. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a sink or swim community style. Um, you, I, I really didn't learn to appreciate it until I went to college, mm-hmm. and to see you know different backgrounds, different demographics, yep. and it was like, yo, like. We're just competing. Some yeah. people are like, <laughs> you know, back to the back of the line, like not really getting reps, coach looking for you. And it's like, hey, man, like this is when yeah. we're going to go again. You yeah. me? We go again. Yeah, like yeah. It, it was, you know, you're, you're used to competing in that environment. And, um, well, <laughs> you know, it's blood in the water if you see, if you shy away from that. It's like, yep. oh, you get written off really quick yeah. of like, yeah. oh, well, <laughs> he don't want to compete, you know. So uh, And then you get, get out. People get at you when they see that. Oh, yeah. It's. It don't. It doesn't stop there. It goes into the locker room. And, you know, <laughs> now we talking about it in class. Like, it's like I did this, and this is really before like you know uh, cell phones and things where social right. media. You know, and so it's like, right. nah, it's really about the talk. You know, like yo, I did this, and we went one on one, and it's you know. So it was just really. Um, I, I, that's another trait that I you know, like I said, I didn't appreciate till later in life. So hold on, then. <laughs> talking about competition, man. Nah, I, I saw your cut. Your cut up. Allegedly. Man, who's number eight checking you in your cut up, man? <laughs> number eight, number eight. <laughs> this, this is the college. Uh, yeah, man. No, wait, it's two. It's two well, number eight. So no disrespect. No disrespect. Okay. Because <laughs> it's well, you, well, got, hey, you know in college you got the double, double numbers. Double numbers. Like, I'm gonna just say you ate them up both equally. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So so one, you know, he he was definitely a guy front runner, uh, face of the program, uh-huh. and, and then you had. You know, you had the other ones that was, <laughs> and I'm I'm nowhere near like you know just a premier guy. But you know that's one thing that I did take pride in and was competing. And um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. That's funny. I, I was like, man, where did they get these? Like, is this people trying? Like, yeah, I know it's funny. a cut up. Like, I know it's your best. But like, they would either press you and then get burnt off the line, <laughs> or they would give you <laughs> space. Man, no, I know exactly what you I just technique. And, and mentally it was just, you know, just thankful to have an opportunity because it was like in that, uh-huh. uh, we was going into a situation with a new head coach. Oh, okay. Uh preferred walk on. And it's like, you know, you just wanna show, show that you got you, talent and yep. you you weren't I wasn't there to 
just participate in practice and say I played college ball. You know, I really that was the dream. You know, you turn you turn down um, smaller D two you know scholarship offers just to say that. You know, yeah. now seeing it later in life, it's like, well, I get it. But um, I always try to educate my guys a little differently now. Sure. Of like, you know, free education is key. So, um, but yeah, I, I went that route and things was different. Nice. You pattern your game after anybody? Mm. I I was I was fans of of, of different people. You know, okay. this is this is when YouTube started to boom. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you're watching the highlights yep. and everybody is, you know, <laughs> you're looking at the Peter Ward, you're looking at Reggie <laughs> Reggie Bush, okay. and, you okay. know, like the, the cut ups, and it's like, oh, it's, oh, it's the YouTube hit. Yeah, like so. Uh, I incorporate I, a little bit of this and like right, ugh. and so um, me just knowing that I, you know, you just have to play to your strengths, and you know, you got some guys that are real life four three type of guys, and you know. <laughs> Me, I had to get everything right to get a four or five, you know. So I just had to understand, like, you know, what my strengths and my tool belt was. And um, that's one thing that, like I said, understanding that, I kind of just took a little bit from here and there. I'm like, okay, well, I can, if I can't outrun, I can win the release. I can, I can leverage most, you know, most DBs. You damn are sure small. can win that release, boy. So it's like things like that. It's like, well, I have to win somewhere. Right. And, um, you know, most, most of the DBs were pretty fast, but I always say you can't change direction. You might as well run track, you know, and, that, and those wow. are the things. And, Very uh, true. I just kind of played to that, man. So to, to say that I, to answer your question, it was, you know, one, two particular people. It was just kind of just developing what, what I felt like I was good at. Okay. So. I like it. Go ahead and hit with it, man. Oh, okay. So this is like just four quick ones. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Ross or David Banner? Come on, man. Uh, Rick Ross is born born in Mississippi, Mississippi right? Yeah, right, right. Yep. Um, just from a, I can appreciate both. Okay, <laughs> I would say that. Wah, but wah. <laughs> I can appreciate both, but for his body of work, of course, uh, Rick. But you know, just and that's no no disrespect to David of his producing and everything else that right. he's engaged in right. after he kind of really made it to that platform. But um, on the day to day, what I'm jam, yeah, okay. it, it'll be Rick. One on ones is a it's an offensive drill, right? Allegedly, <laughs> uh, to a DB, it's always you know, it's like it's football. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely offensive drill. All right, uh, you got to start one, bench one, you gonna Ooh. cut one. Okay, here we go. Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, Brett Favre. Okay, um, all from Mississippi. All from Mississippi. I mean, you got sweetness. He's toting the rock. Uh, Jerry's body of work. I got to start Jerry, I bench Walter, and uh, I had to release Brett. Sorry, Brett. I mean, not, not the person. He, he retrieved gate things. Um, uh, you know, he was, he was a risk taker. So it's like, you know, Drum just slinger. seeing the game now, um, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, would, go with, set. I, I would go Enough with Jerry. First time, if ever, you've been starstruck. Starstruck. Oh, for sure. Uh, this was on the run two in Philly. Okay. Um me and my man Fletch, um, we were going up. I was going to train uh, Fletch in Philly, and he's like, "Oh, on the run, who's coming through?" I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> cool." You know, I'm thinking, "It's like, yeah, I'm gonna get some tickets." Yeah, I didn't know, you know, Fletch <laughs> being Fletch, he um, ended up getting passes to the the Carter room. Okay, and I met and I met Jay Z, and it was like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it was real different, real different. Uh, it was thick. You know, you didn't want to like stand out. You didn't want to ask for a picture. You know, it's just kind of like. <laughs> Act like you're supposed to be here, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah. Now, if, if anything kind of stands out to that, um, 
that that would be it and um, that would get me too though that i'll get you oh yeah yeah so that that handshake and that moment uh, was definitely golden and um did you ask get invited to the the, the barbecue that he has <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nah man i was just really just taking it in and, nah, dope, and, and seeing him in his element and uh yeah so that's that's one that jumped out um, the most to me man, I, I wish i could <laughs> so because everybody I've, I've heard this a couple times jay-z is a couple guys it's like star trek moment mm -hmm. and mine was the dude from Allstate, like <laughs> jake quincy mccall's dad <laughs> <laughs> bro i was starstruck oh, oh jake stay far never mind <laughs> yeah, that's I'm funny yeah. all right so kind of getting into the career you mentioned it right now but before we kind of get into um fletch how did you get into the training game and was like was d1 your first um like full-time really getting into it or how did you get into the game okay yes um finished up school in 2011 and from there we're still pursuing the goal of playing at the next level so you know you have tryouts here you're trying to play arena canadian just anything to anything. Get a start mm -hmm. and um you know after a certain time you know life kicks in of like okay well you know what am what am i going to do right and um and so the guy that i was actually training with i asked him you know could i intern with him you okay. know since he had pro athletes around or whatever and i just kind of owned that moment of you know setting up drills trying to understand um, the training, just because of the education, exercise science in, at, at the University of Southern Miss, mm -hmm. um, a lot of things made sense. So it was like, okay, you know, okay, well, maybe this is the outlet for me. It's keeping me around the sport, you know, the passion that I've had all my life. Um, so, yeah, just kind of stacking bricks off of that. And, and that was probably the, the intro to it. And then uh, fast forward maybe a year and a half later, uh, the general manager um, that D1 hired was from Southern Miss. And he knew some mutual friends and he was like, you know, we're, we're building this facility. This is, you know, in the process. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, what do I have to do to uh, apply or whatever? And he told me to send over a resume and I was just, you know, reached out to him and he was like, you know, this is the grand opening. And I'm like, okay, hey, I'll be there. Yeah. Actually, um, he brought me up for the grand opening and um, from there, spent two weeks in a hotel, like just didn't have, you know, didn't have an apartment or anything. It was okay. just, hey, I'm here. You know, if you can help me out, you know, take care of this apartment, which was uh, the guy, uh, general manager, Lee Hall. And, um, yeah, it kind of just started from there. And so D1 was my first opportunity outside of the, the interning with uh, with Sam down in Hattiesburg. Oh, that's big. It started off high school, college athletes and pro athletes. It was all a mix. Or well, Sam uh, was pretty known for the high school guys locally. Okay. But he had a, a cluster of um, – pros that would come back and okay. train with him just because he had a relationship with a few agents locally gotcha and they, you know they will always look for places to train that was you know under the radar kind of you know thing and uh yeah so it was kind of just a mixture but interning with sam was more with those guys the mm -hmm. pro the pro guys okay yeah so how long were you there um so i the grand opening was may 2013 and I finished, so five years. Five years? Uh, yep, five and years. And then you went to Dallas? Yep, uh, packed up, moved to Dallas. Uh, the main thing was as the as my career built um, in Jackson, um, you know, get, starting to get around some of the pro guys, they were like, well, man, we, we love what you do, but right. this marketing, what is that? You know, it's like <laughs> nightlife, you know, just, I mean, <laughs> we love it, but, um, you know, you might want to think about just a bigger market and really, you know, tap into your full potential versus just being limited on resources. Right. And, uh, and I struggled with that a while because it was like a thing of, oh, well, here's a guy that has reached his pinnacle and is leaving the state, mm -hmm. you know, or leaving the area where, you know, I always tied to um, with my mom. I'm like, well, could she 
afford to, you know, get me this type of training. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be what I needed okay. com- coming up in as, as an athlete. And it was like, well, you know, you always see the success stories of, oh, yeah, I did this and then I moved. Yeah. Like, so that that really, um, yeah, that was that was a struggle point for me for a while. And then um, just understanding that I still had to go out and see the world and bring things back. And that's kind of how I'm looking at it now. So who was really pushing you? To, to, to make that change, right? Because, like, you started doing – so were you already working with Fletch at that time? Yeah, I actually met Fletch. It's my my first year at D1. Oh, really? Yeah, just kind of indirect. Uh-huh. And Lee, I remember Lee was like, well, I think, you know, it'll be a good matchup just to just, see what it is. And, right. And uh, things were pretty solid, and, you know, he came back the following off. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, like, I'm doing something uh, right, right? <laughs> and, and that just kind of built, and – um from some of the local high schools and things, I uh, started to get some of the premier guys. And, and from there, um, I actually had a full like cycle of guys from middle school, high school. And, you know, these guys are going to college and now signing day is a big thing. And, Oh, yeah. oh now I have a class of guys that, yeah. Oh, my guy's going to, you know, different colleges playing, you know, playing against each other. And it just built from there. Um, but my first, my first group of guys was from Jackson Academy. Jackson Academy uh, was known. They uh, racked up a couple state championships, and those are the first guys that give me an opportunity to, to do in the personal training okay. um, performance stuff with them. And uh, from there, man, it just built. And I, I met Fletch, and that just kind of kept building. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm a decent guy. There you go. So I saw <laughs> kind of Here we going go. back a little bit, man. I saw <laughs> it was just funny. Uh, I saw on your, uh, your IG, I think it's your impersonation of uh, Coach Daryl White. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Daryl White. Yeah, oh, man. So man. <laughs> I know you only do that out of kind of like respect, obviously, for your coach. Yeah. So do you find yourself, I guess, sounding like him in some ways when you approach athletes? Or? Man, um, I, I would say that's kind of been my mo, like okay. just personality wise. Like Got I could pick up on things and kind of get demeanors <laughs> and you know. He didn't, well, he didn't have lotion on his legs. Oh, he, he would never have lotion. <laughs> And so, like, we still talk talk about this too. Like, like that's the thing when we talk to our old coaches. The first thing you remember, you remember Skit Night when you got Coach Wyatt. And it's like, <laughs> man, that's like a classic. And then, so after you graduate, uh, talk to some of the coaches, and they were like, man, it just hadn't been the same. Like that was like the pinnacle. But uh, but yeah, man, it was just funny. Like just in real time of him coming into meetings, and we always noticed, like, yo, like it's just a couple, like just a little squig, man, like some. Vaseline or something, and uh, <laughs> the players would never say it. And so we kind of got together. Um, oh, Austin, Dav- Austin Davis is my quarterback, yeah, uh, which he's the QB coach with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And uh, Austin was talking about a skit of just everybody kind of owning their p- position coach. And, okay. man, I took that and ran with it. And um, <laughs> we, we, we let me do the intro at the end. Like, uh-huh. uh, this is the finale. Okay, we've got everybody, you know, worked out. And um, <laughs> here comes Coach Wyatt. It's ashy and he's short. <laughs> You know, so it's like, and there's no yeah, disrespect. Was, right? He's on your knees on the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that that was definitely one of the highlights that we. I mean, I think I still had that thing on DVD, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah, we talk about it, man. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. I mean, you did bring up um, Austin Davis, man. That was your QB, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you had a, a a standout game when you played. Who was it? Uh, South was it South Carolina? Yeah. Um. I would say, well, I just know that they had a hell of a defensive backfield that you guys was going against. Yeah, that was actually that was probably uh, one of the strongest, probably. 
Uh, yeah, that that was I think the kickoff to the season. It was Thursday night when the Thursday night football Got first you. first jumped off. And like I said, me, you know, coming to you know uh, joining Southern Miss and learning multiple positions and not being a part of the recruiting class. You know, you're just happy to be a part of the team and right. you want to contribute in any fashion. So um, I remember that first game and like my first official catch. Um, was against South Carolina, man, but they yeah they ran it up. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, like <laughs> looking looking back uh, now, just with guys like Alshon Jeffrey, um, he being one of the guys that my business partner Steve worked with, um, and he was like, oh man, I gave y'all like one twenty, <laughs> <laughs> and now you know he's one of the guys that that are you know helping us grow our brand. It's it's funny to see that, but I think Lattimore was like a freshman. He had like four touchdowns or something. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it, it was it was it was like, and Gilmore was the corner. Yeah. Um, Stephon, and then you know DJ Swearinger. Yeah, it, that, that was Y'all, different, man. They had a they had a backfield back there for you. <laughs> man, it was a stat game for sure for them, man. All right, so let's let's do it, man. Let's name drop, man. So who are the, some of the guys that you currently work with or that you've worked with, and like um you know our audience does um have a wide range, so make sure you tell them like what team they play for and stuff like that. So we talked about Fletcher Cox, yep. who's with the Eagles, mm-hmm. but uh, who are some of the other guys you work with? Um uh, well well locally, um just from the the, uh, the Las Vegas market, um John Abram, um I have to various more with the Forty ers um. I have Demarius Randall, which is also with the Raiders. Um, I mean, it's it's a wide range. Jordan Thomas. It's, it actually started out with the Mississippi Corps guys, oh, and then those guys introduced me to other guys. Yeah, that's dope. And um, so yeah, man, it's it's a wide range of guys that um, John was actually one of the the kids I met, in, and I hate to say kid, but at the time uh, was a kid that I I started working with in in high school, okay. and to just see this thing kind of manifest. Oh wow, that's, like, that's beautiful. You know, was was a big deal. But um, but yeah, it's it's a wide range uh, from the Texans. Um, Jordan, uh, Jordan Thomas. I'm trying to think of who else we have. Um, got Cam. Yeah, we got Cam. Uh, Cam was actually one of the kids that I probably spent the most time with in high school. Oh, okay. Just, um, he had a coach that, that that got me involved in pretty early, and he was already a dynamic, that dynamic Out athlete. So, so I never want to feel like I, you know, sound like I'm taking credit <laughs> for anything. You know, I'm just thankful to be a, a asset to, right. to a, just put a little, a little cherry on top of that because he hey. had anything else, cake, hey, frosting, listen, sprinkles. He'd probably be right there where, where he's at today without me. So, uh, no, nah, but just I, I always looked at look at that as like one of the athletes I probably spent the most time with just because I had more time with him in high school and to see him, you know. Through the whole process, I right? I mean, from signing day to, Damn. I mean, to actually to the, the first state's championship in school history, you know, and then him being becoming the number one running back in the country and just being, a, you know, just to say I was affiliated, yeah. you know, was, wow. was a beautiful thing. And to see his, see him get his name called this year, which I thought we would be here in Vegas for for the draft. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no, really, yeah, that was a big thing, man. So, uh, you, you know, we, you know, yeah. we talked about that. Wow, I was hot about that one. <laughs> I'm still like I was still pressing him like yo you still you think they you still, still gonna, gonna do, do it, it right? I mean I mean we still gonna do the Bellagio thing right, right. They, they, they gonna cancel the draft but uh but yeah man that was um that was a little heartbreaking to you know not not have that to a city that I was thinking about moving to so uh, right. so yeah so talk to me about putting the plan together for the athlete. I know you played obviously on the outside in the receiver mm-hmm. and I know you work I mean with Fletcher's obviously inside yeah, internal yeah. So just how that process works of just putting the plan together for, for I athlete. think, man, for me personally, is just, you know, meeting guys where they're at and understanding the level that they're playing on. Gotcha. Um, wow, that's dope. You know, so it's like 
yeah, I've never played defensive line, but it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm looking at the movements. I educate myself by asking questions to okay. other D-line coaches. I speak with their strength coach that they have for the team, team. and kind of okay. say, hey, well, this is, you know, what can I – what can I help this guy with? You know, okay. how can I be an asset to the to the franchise or to the um to the organization? But you know, you have a wide range of it. But I, I really try not to get into the skill specific thing just because mm. it's like it's oversaturated. Yeah, like, you know, I that don't think you sense. can. I don't think you can swipe two times on Instagram where it's like not this crazy like drill. Like, and I was going to ask you about those. Yeah, things, like man. Bleacher Report. You know, picking <laughs> up on something crazy and it's like, oh, this is the thing to do. And it's yeah. like, you know, less is more for me. And okay. so that's one reason that I, I really um I really focus on the weight room. The weight room and the movements. Okay. Just just basic movement. When I always look at it as when you get back to your position coach, it's like, damn, he's moving different. He looks different. Mm. Um it's a different motor. It's a different car. And um that's one thing that I really hammer home. Um I try not to get out and compete with the gurus and this way <laughs> like and my that. philosophy. Just cause I, I feel like it's it's a rat race. Um Less is more. My main thing is, are you being productive? And you can't be productive if you're not healthy. And that's my main thing. Like, are you healthy? Let's identify some of the struggle areas. Let's make your 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 bad good and your good great. And you've also told me that recovery is is just as big as a part of your training. Yeah, and no, that you really spend a lot of time with that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a key component, I guess. No, definitely. Um, just the educational component of the from the neck up of knowing. As you get older in your career, it's like, right. okay, well, what's going to keep me around? Gotcha. And I'm not saying everybody's goal is to play 10 years or, right. you know, some, even speaking with the high school kids of like, hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, far as nutrition wise, um, you know, just educating the parents on certain things. And, you know, in today's like society, everything is like over, wanting to be overnight of like, oh, well, I'm just going to go supplement. Like sure. this, this kid is in middle school, just eat, <laughs> you know, and it's those things of just, you know, hey, let's. Let's not put the cart before the horse. Of right. like, okay, well, just make sure that we're, we're we're eating consistently. We're not coming into the gym with an empty stomach. Uh, we're hydrating, um, and then we just kind of build it from there. So my main thing is meeting them where they're at, and if it's high school, middle school, high school, just you know, just educating the parents and the athlete. And as the guys progress through college, you know, most of the college programs have everything pretty pretty much covered, and you just want to hammer it in when they're with you, gotcha. just so there's no drop off when they get like, what what the hell did you do all off season? You right, know, that type of thing. And then with the pros. You know, you just got to assume that they know nothing. That was a big, um, big thing for me of like, you know, you see this guy and it's like, oh, he's he's this pick or he's that and he's accomplished this. And it's like, well, and then you see certain lifts or certain movements. It's like, hey, don't be afraid. Insert yourself. I just want to educate you. And if they take, you know, most great players want to be coached no matter what. And um, and that's one thing that I I take personal of, like just understanding whether it's middle school to the the all pro. Hey, I, I have some staples. I'm gonna meet you where you're at, but this is what I suggest, and we just build it out from there. I like that. Man. When it comes to, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of guys are, you know, they have their brand that's mm-hmm. attached to them. Obviously, as athletes, you can go down to high school. I mean, athletes oh, now got definitely got brands, and you know, and, and sometimes I don't know if they want to show themselves training. Are there guys now that are just still like? private with what they do in the offseason or is it more a part of their brand to kind of it's a, show it's a little bit of both uh some guys really buy into a lifestyle okay. of like oh i'm doing this and you know i was here last night but i'm over here doing this and then you have some guys that you know just they want to pop out mm-hmm. like oh he yeah. looks different he's moving different gotcha. and so you just have to balance, balance. the two and, and like i said just understanding when, once you have certain conversations of okay well this is 
pretty much his mindset of it and you respect the privacy of it mm-hmm. because you, you think about it most of the most of these guys when they're out in public you know they can't have dinner or you know the simple run to target is like you're always getting harassed and yeah. so the last thing i want to do is add a camera to your face right you know unless we we talk about it on the mm-hmm. front end of like okay we're going to capture some content and we'll do it that way but uh but yeah you have a little bit of both oh, okay so has anything or much changed since you got your degree right since you started and you mentioned a little bit about this but like mm-hmm. i remember like there was when we were coming up plyometrics was the thing right mm-hmm. then speed and then it was lifting and then it was so how, how have things changed and then how do you adapt to those things um i would say from educational continuing education point uh, component um things the evolution of it is you know month in month out it's some it's some something new or right? this is the best way to do that wow okay um so you just always have to stay sharp you know, I've had a mentor over the last uh, year that was always That's you know, big. about the room of like just staying sharp and staying on top of things of, you know, even if you don't consider it, just hear it out for the most mm-hmm. part, you know, have a filtering process. Or just but, have it in your tool bag for when you need to pull it out, right? Exactly. And so, you know, you just always want to educate yourself um, in that light. So, um, no, it's definitely technology, tracking, data you know analytics big, right? you know and that's one it's a selling point too you know okay. especially when you're you're dealing with um with parents or with just to bring it home mentally for an athlete of hey this is where you started this is the number then this is what we have now you know just to to build a progression but um but yeah it's it's a lot of fluff out there too so uh, <laughs> you just have to take it for what it is and uh-huh. and be open to to the you know evolution of, of of training and and all the other technological uh, technology components. Got it. So I tweet that you said like um, how you get them to maximize potential, maximizing your potential. Yeah. How do you get? You got a wide range of athletes and mm-hmm. their potentials obviously are different all across the board. Yeah. How do you get them to hone in on what their potential is and not maybe what the next person's is and things of that nature? That's um, for me when I when I get, tap into that with a, with a different athlete or even a team setting. Um, I don't know. It's just like I'm always interrogating indirectly just of, oh, well, this is how he responds to this. You know, I always, like I said, go back to my main statement of meeting players where they're at. Um, this is what he feels like is important to him. And then finding those little tender spots. Mm-hmm. of like, oh, you know, I share an article. I share a picture. I share some <laughs> comments from, you know, some of the, the reporters are right. the, the expectations from a media standpoint. And, um, and then from there, just whatever I feel like that they, um, that they take personal, you know, whether it's, um, I had an a uh, professional athlete that was, uh, not selected as team captain, but he felt like he was the locker room. Yeah. And so, you know, one off season, we poked at that of like, you know, yeah, you say you're the man, but that's your dope. team, your team thing's different, you know, <laughs> that's interesting. And I, you know, uh, yeah. but, Oh, let me go on to the next set. You know, yeah. I'm just, just throwing these little things <laughs> that's out that there. That's that Mississippi. <laughs> That's quite interesting right there, but uh, but yeah, you the man. That's up my piece. And, hey, you got to push them buttons, right? And hey. from there, so it's like finding those little, you know, triggers, um, you know, in a respectable manner. Yeah, um, I like that. And then just going from there, man. So um, that's always a question of how do you keep certain guys uh, motivated because most, you know, some guys do achieve some big things. And yeah. it's like, well, how do you come back to the drawing board, stay humble? You know, what do you, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want this thing to end? You know, oh, they say you're getting old. You know, thirty in the league is like, oh, you're on your way out. You know, <laughs> classic, so it's like classic. So it's right? like those those type of things. OG, what up, OG? <laughs> right. Oh, I'm a, I'm a vet now. So it's like you know, just understanding where they're at in their career, and um, you know, and just finding something to keep fighting for and staying sharp. 
That's what. So, with your training, you touched on it, but if you could give us a little more of an understanding, when you're working out with these guys as their personal guy, mm-hmm. how is the relationship with the teams, right? Because you like Tom Brady, he has his own TB12, his own guy, yeah. right? So, how is that relationship? And I know off the cuff, it's different with all teams, right? No, definitely. <laughs> um, but how do you navigate that? My, my main thing is always coming in to, to add value. Any way that I could add value. It's never about, oh, this is my guy and this is what we do. It's like, right. you know, this is your investment. If if I can, if you would allow me to, you know, continue to work with this guy, you know, throughout the season or whatever the case may be, uh-huh. you know, how could I help? You know, and I feel like inclusion is key. If Absolutely. I include you of, okay, well, this is what we've been doing. It, do you suggest something different? Uh, you know, and just meeting, meeting teams where they're at. Of like, okay, well, this is what our offseason looked like. This is what we feel like he struggles. You know, and that's just – Indirect conversations. It's not like some official sit down and like yeah. you know with the with building the that rapport yeah, and just kind of going yeah, in. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's just those conversations of knowing. You know, I always go into it of knowing that I know nothing. There you and, go. And just always wanted to add value. Cool. All right, man. Well, let's get into the winner's circle, man. Your platform. Talk about uh, all the next great things you got going on. So I mean, um. You're training here locally, right? Yes, sir. So talk to us about what the goal is here. And, uh, you know, you're local. You're local now. You just moved to Vegas, man. But you hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, my first couple weeks, it was just kind of just analyzing. And it, I don't feel like I fully got the full Vegas effect yet, just with the city, <laughs> you know, maneuvering a certain, you know, certain way with the pandemic and things. You got the heat, though. The heat did come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just really just taking it in and actually, you know, you know, no pun intended, but checking the temperature of the city of like, well, this is this is the lane. Um, you know, f- I always tie it to like uh, some of the gyms I've seen is like more fitness, you know, pool party type of, you know, I, I'm ready for <laughs> summer. Like I've had a few guys tell me like, yo, I'm usually like on my on my grind, you know, but the pool's, pool's the not pool's over. <laughs> so it's like, OK, Kill my well. motivation. <laughs> <laughs> so just understanding um, from that component, from a business standpoint, and then also just evaluating local talent in local high schools, uh, you know, indirectly some some guys say, oh, this school has, you know, a lot of things pretty much figured out. Yeah. But, you know, you have this school over here that, you know, could use someone like, you know, like yourself to, you know, help them take things to the next level. So I'm really just analyzing it all and. Just want to keep stacking bricks. I like it. What's the what's the uh, I guess the end goal? End goal for me is ownership, mm-hmm. ownership. But um, it's funny. I, I had um, I had a guy ask me that a few years back, and my reply to him was, um, "I feel like what I want to do hadn't been created yet. Ooh. You know, and I don't know what that looks like." full big picture wise but yeah. i'm open to innovation and getting away from the the traditional approach of you know when, when you when you dabble in the corporate side of things it's like <laughs> oh you have to be here for this and you have to have this meeting and i'm like yo facetime me you know <laughs> or, <laughs> i want to go to the game on sunday i have to fly here it's like i have to fly back for this 8 a.m meeting right <laughs> you know um to sit and talk about some numbers that we could have looked at you know so yeah. it's like those type of things that um, I just didn't want to be confined to just a, a, you know, no disrespect, just a paper chaser. Sure. In, yeah. in that sense of um, paperwork and just this cubicle lifestyle. So um, I'm still building that out mentally and, nice. and, and, and spiritually letting that lead the way. But um, I'm always open to, uh, yeah, just non-traditional routes. I, I think oh, that's yeah. a challenge. Um, I think for the most part, we uh, as a society kind of 
follow the same templates for most mm-hmm. you know and it's like oh well you did it this way i gotta do it this way it's mm-hmm. like, well, how can i make that more efficient you know and and if i'm looking at it from that way i know i'm still being creative mm-hmm. you know and and that's when you say end goal to bring that all together i wanted to maybe it changes every year you know far as the business model of it right um but yeah still trying to figure that out and leaning on guys that are more knowledgeable on the business side of things um thought about a flag flagship location but Someone has to manage that. Someone has to run that. Yeah. You know, are you the guy that's never in the building but pops up? It's like, no, nah, that's not it either. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, just still trying to figure that out, man. But um, that's a, And that's a daily, like you said, yearly, monthly kind of thing too as well, right? Mm-hmm. And just being open. It's almost like the, the move to Vegas. It was like it was a conversation, and it's like, oh, I just signed this lease, but okay, let's break the lease. And, and I was on your helmet about it too. I know. It's like, like, let's break the lease. <laughs> and, I was like, get your ass here. Okay, you know, and. I'm just open to it. You know, you talk, talk, I talked with my mom about it and she was like, well, you don't know anybody. And I was like, <laughs> you tell her you I know E. <laughs> right, right, right. EJ, man. And it was the same conversation from Dallas, um, moving, leaving Mississippi, going to Dallas. And, you know, she was just always open to like, you know, worst case scenario. You know how parents. parents, parents that's that's a, yeah. And that's <laughs> a mama. That's a mom. You know what I'm and, saying? And so I respect it for that. But it was just that conversation of, you know what? Um, I always tie it back to that trip to South Africa. It was like, well, I didn't know any anyone. That was my first time leaving the country. And then, like, you have this the Ebola uh, situation was taking place. I'm like, That's you crazy. know what? Like, I'm going to own the, situ- the moment. I can read. I can write. I got a debit card. It's like, <laughs> hey, worst case. <laughs> worst case, we'll figure something out. And right. so, um, so, yeah, it's always FIO, man. So one of the things you mentioned to me is that you want to get back to. I did, So when you said that to me, when you said, EJ, you one of the things you know, I definitely want to talk about is get back to Africa. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me you went five times. Yeah, yeah. But the question I do have for you is, was one of those trips, you started a program uh, with D1 called, it was like a, what, a D1, D1 for, for Hope. Hope. Yeah. And you did the Lift-A-Thon and stuff like that. Yep. It was Restoration Hope. Well, uh, yeah, Restoration Hope was, was our partner. Got and, you, um, okay. And so they had some of their board members that was training at the facility. And mm-hmm. we, um, we, we, we had the trip. And I was like, well, you know, once we kind of got back and processed everything that, you know, that you've just witnessed, um, it's like, well, how can I be a, a part of it? How can I add value? Right. And the main thing was like finances of like, oh, well, everyone wants to go, but it's like to book that trip. You the know, shots. That, yeah. The- it's like everything you got to do to get there right yeah so it's like well how can you contribute to that and then also having financials to contribute to that that community um and it's like okay well i look around and it's like what do i I have athletes you know i have parents and relationships so it's like well you know how about we host an event and let people sponsor their you know their favorite coach or whoever they train with and you know we'll do a per pound thing and whether you you know you just want to give from your heart or you know you really want to you know, you had some people that was on top of it, like, yo, I want to, I want to double what I paid. And that just turned, and that just kept growing. And, um, yeah, it would look up and it was five years later, man. That's amazing. Something that, man, about you that I, I've kind of noticed just through this talk, man, is there's, there's, in this world, there's not a lot of listeners. Mm-hmm. And you, you've all, you, you've said repeatedly, like, I want to add value mm-hmm. to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. How big of a quality or important just the listening skill is? what oh, you do listening is a talent because everybody you <laughs> know because everyone just wants you know yeah chatty patties is what we say you know it's yeah, like everybody just want to add to just talk 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 and i'm like yeah. yo like at some point it's like a light bulb like you're wasting my time <laughs> like you're just rambling right now like you have no intent behind what right, you're saying right or you're you know 
and I, I get it. You have casual conversations, but that's one thing that I take personal of. If, if I'm telling you something, you know, I want you to like, you know, process it. And same thing for me. If, if you're telling me something, I don't want to revisit it and be like, oh, I told you this already, but you're not listening. So, and that's just a part of being in the business side of things as well. Okay. Cause it's like, you know, <laughs> you profile a little bit, you know, yeah. of like, okay, well, I could take this person serious because you also get the people, man, I want to come in and grind it out and I want to train five times a week and then you don't see them anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, 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 it's a balance to it. So, um, so yeah, you just kind of build those social skills of filtering out who's really being serious or, you know, who's on the bullshit or just who was just want to be affiliated and say, Oh yeah, I was up here and I saw this, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah, man, that, that was my main thing of just taking in information and what I do with it. You know, it's it's on me of how I process it, and and yeah, I don't want to say um, the eyeball test, but it's like you know, you, the eye test is serious. Um, it is for real. But you also can you know you can hear a lot of stuff too if you just shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love, love it. it. <laughs> uh, love that all love day. It. So um, you are developing a market out here. So there's two things you want to do is you don't have that name because you said you got started because you were that homegrown hero that went off and did things and you, mm -hmm. you kind of were ingratiated with, with that community. Mm -hmm. So now you're getting ingratiated with a new community here in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Although you're um, training high-level athletes. Decent, decent athletes. <laughs> Look, is that you poking the buttons right there? <laughs> they're, 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 right. They're going to they're hear that. He poking the buttons right there, right? Pushing, pushing their buttons. They're decent. Um, so... If a high school player, their parents, you know, how, how do they, you know, know to come to you or, or feel like that it's not uncomfortable or that, you know, that weekend war, you you know, mm -hmm. what what are you, you know, putting out there for them or, or, or do you even want to work with them? No, that's, I feel like that's where you start at. You okay. know, you always, I always want to go back to the, like, what's going to keep me sharp? Like, mentally, I, I never want to feel like I've arrived or I'm at this and I, and I can't work with this demographic. Um, just because I always tie it to my childhood of like, if I was this kid, what would I need at this moment? You know, you know, even from social skills of how to communicate or um, the demeanor from parents and athletes of like, well, what 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 could I do? So, right. um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to the city opening back up, schools opening back up so you can, you know, beat the grounds again. It's almost like mixtape hustling for me. Like, that's how I look at it. <laughs> Got like, it out the trunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up at, at the, uh, High the, school, games. the games. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, that's if I if I look at the bigger picture of it, it's like, well, how did I get to this point of what I call, you know, somewhat successful? It's like, well, you know, whether it's a middle school game on a Tuesday or Thursday, it's the Friday night lights approach, or just, hey, I'm going to drive up to see you play on Saturday. Just just showing interest. Yeah. You know, you get a chance to meet and greet other family members, and you just become a familiar face. And, um, and that's just kind of what I'm looking forward to in this market as well, of just, you know, in all sports, you know, because sometimes – even in, in women's sports, it's always neglected. You know, like yeah. most of the time, football is always taken care of. Right. Everybody wants to be a part of that. And I'm, I'm sure it's a little different here with different sports, with basketball or whatever. But, you know, I always try to identify where can, which market can I add value to. Uh, and then once you kind of make that your, your staple, it's like, oh, by the way, I do train other sports or general pop. You know, you have mom and dad, siblings that want to actually, you know, train as well. Like, hey, maybe it's not from a sports uh background but it's just from a, a quality of life like yeah. how can i improve life some yeah. physical you know? goals that they want to reach of course of so course you, you kind of feel like you kind of have that same energy about you know going to southern miss and proving yourself and it's kind of of course applying it to of course because I, I don't i i always take it as you know i don't 
I feel I don't have the big name. I, I wasn't the, the first round this or the all American here. So it's like I'm literally just want to show show what I could do. And an opportunity is, is the biggest thing. So it's like I know if I can get in front of you and get you into my element, hey, the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So you have this image, right? You know, and it's a persona that's kind of pushed by <laughs> by trainers, right? You know, like you, you get them aggressive trainers. Like I, I, my man J. Cole was at Rutgers and he was at the Colts and whatever, whatever. Uh -huh. um, he's now in Minnesota. But he fits that persona, right? Yelling, mm -hmm. aggressive. The UNLV guy right now with the beard, mm -hmm. he's at it. Are you, you're definitely not that. No. Unless you don't, like, when we interact, it's always this is what I get. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so is, is your model more of, like, a, a, a Phil Jackson? you kind of like a... Man, I just, I'm you, glad you, you said that. You glad push, you know, you, you kind of get philosophical you, with him. From and, the neck <laughs> up, man. Like, you, you have to figure out what triggers from the neck up. And then also, meeting guys for that. So I just finished reading Phil's book, The Eleven Rings. Oh, okay. Like, and that's one thing that always stood out. Like, I'm studying the coaches. Like, I get the player is, is, the, is the main source, but it's like, well, who actually you know, harnessed in his talent, right. or brought this group together. And so you always just want to educate yourself on mindfulness, mindfulness mm -hmm. training of like, okay, well, he responds to this. Or some, some guys, you can bust their ass and they <laughs> respond. Some are, you know, back oh, yeah. Yeah, back out. So it's like, well, you just have to have a different tool. It's a tool belt of like, okay. What you can throw at him, huh? Yeah, so I, I, there are some times that you get a little ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, it's always just looking at it of like, okay, this is what I feel like he responds to. Right. This is what I've noticed. So it's always observing, taking in information just from that social media, how to engage with other people. And you once you spend a lot of time with people, I mean, you'll start to see how they think. And, right. and like I said, I always find some some type of trigger point to get the message home. That's <laughs> why. That's why tearing up, man. You know when you get real mad, right. first thing you get that and little, little tear. He trying to hold it back. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> and that makes it worse. It's like, oh, he's upset. Oh, I got him. Uh -oh. Like, got him. Hey, hey, guys, back up. He's a little upset. You know, and it's like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's like, um, it's funny. It came up during the hooping today. It was like, you know. One guy who just kind of got on his skin. It's like, oh, he's rattled. He's rattled everybody. <laughs> I'm his, in his, his, oh, his, his game is done. Yeah, he come down shooting. And then, <laughs> right. Pulling up. Clear it out. Clear I mean, it out. <laughs> I mean, Wendy's four for four. I mean, he's dropping them. <laughs> but we got a, a reaction out of it. And you tie that into the training because yeah. you spend, like I said, you spend Wendy's in those elements. And it's like, okay, cool. This is, <laughs> this is what I have to do. So, yeah, you could you get written off as an asshole or something. Oh, but, I mean, it's never personal. <laughs> Never personal, <laughs> bro. Because I, I say it with love. <laughs> no, for sure. If I said it, it's with love. To to this day, man, I had, I had a high school coach. He told me uh, I was playing receiver in high school. <laughs> he was like, uh, "Miles, I can cover you from the third row." But he like demonstrated <laughs> oh, himself, like, excuse me, like stepping over people in the bleachers, <laughs> like, yeah. And I still think about that man today when yeah. I feel, yeah, I'm like, it, it yeah. scarred you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. He's like, <laughs> really? No, it, you you have some some highlights, man. It's like you have those coaches that that have no filter, yeah. and then you have some that's you know more of a business approach. Oh, we're gonna go in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that means yeah, your ass not playing. <laughs> I got Coach Walford, and I'll never forget what he said to me, and I'm not gonna repeat on the air because he came at me and he was in my head from day one, walking in the, like before we put on pads. You know, you coming in and was a stud, you know, yeah. you know, preseason, all, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he made me feel 
itty bitty when I walked in the room. He started with the light skin thing. No, he did. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> no, that's, that's slick shade right there. Like, <laughs> you've been saving that one over there. Yeah, no, I get it every show. I get it every show. <laughs> Tell him to take his hat off, though. Ooh. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm not too far from it. This, this, this lighting is not doing me any justice right lighting. now. That's why I keep rubbing my head like, yeah. <laughs> like, you just rub it down a little bit. All right, man, we're getting close to wrapping up. Um, You've done a lot with, you know, you talk about the youth, and you do give back a lot. Um, are you looking to bring any camps or do any camps like once we get back to some type of, you know, regulatory kind of thing where we mm -hmm. can get out and do those things? Are you looking to do that? And then also um, you had a pretty, uh, pretty decent uh, flag squad or just a travel squad you worked with. 707. Yeah, of course. Um, no. Yeah. For us, the camp components. Uh -huh. No, that's that's one way that, you know, you, you, you talk to your athletes about using that platform. And then you want to add value as well. Of like, oh, hey, you know, this is going to only trickle down to me, whether they're performing with their team or they're coming to you for personal training or per, right. you know personal uh, personal things as far as training um but yeah that's definitely uh some of the things that i'm looking forward to um sure. it's just when you're in a new market when you're in a new market you, you already have the gurus or you know the, the people that already have things on lock allegedly. supposedly um, so <laughs> it's like you know you just can't come in yeah. I'm always asking questions, and you could tell from the demeanor if it's if it's being recept you know receptive. Right. Of, uh, well, yeah, we we're doing this, and then some guys that just don't want you included at all. It's just instant like wall up. So um, I think the community component for me is is always key of just getting to the grassroots levels of, hey, this is who I am. Let me know if I can be a service to you. I and love then it. From there, just kind of building it out, whether it's with little brother, little sister, mom, dad anything to get you know that rolling and then once you show and you see a change whether it's physical or performance wise i mean everything else handles itself yeah awesome man is there anything we can do to support you and then definitely just uh, we have your um your social handles on the screen mm -hmm. but definitely want you to, uh, to to pump those out but is there anything that we can do to support you um things that come to mind right away is uh maybe a session with you guys <laughs> like getting you guys in the building, kind of seeing where we at, you know. I think yeah. that's the first thing. Just so I'm the, sensitive, so, so I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna be mad too. I'm just gonna put that out there, Mr. Miyagi. So, uh, <laughs> like, like, like I said, I, I say it with love. Um, okay, yeah. I will do it, but I I want to see you two do a one on one though. I'd like to see oh, that. Of course, we, we'll we'll make that happen. However, I'm yeah, I'm I open. Mean, I I'm open. I'm open to uh, whatever that looks like, you know, whether it's... It looked good. Uh-oh. 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 We got some smoke. We got some smoke. chicken, I see. I get it, man. I like it. Oh, we got some smoke. So you heard it here. So we're going to get Miles. We're going to get you on that one-on-one to see if them DB skills are still good. We're going to see how you still got that release. We have to get content from this now. Oh, we we going to get that film. For sure. It don't go away. Yeah. It don't go away. All right, man. So... Um, last bit of the show, man. Um, we asked for you to give us assist, drop an assist, man, or drop a dime, a jewel, just something that you would share with uh, our younger listeners or just your younger self or just a mantra that you live by. So, man, a quote, uh, inspirational, just something that uh, drop, uh, drop them gym. Um, I think I feel like I've, I've been saying it throughout the show, and it's always meeting people where they're at, whether it's in a social setting, um, whether it's in a competitive setting, whatever. It's like, let me – I, I want to apply myself to understand you first before I pass any judgment or come off a certain way. So just meeting people where they're at and understanding that, you know, they never, you know, most of the time we, we never, none of us have it all figured out. But if you could just hear them out and share some knowledge and then just kind of 
let them make their choice. So always meeting people where they're at. Um, I'm very observing. So it's like, that's just plays into it. You know, yeah. I sit there, I think I was here two hours early, like just peeping out the scene. <laughs> I didn't know what I was walking into, but, but I'm like, just, uh, okay. Cause I know if you're, you're showing up late, you're reactive. Mm -hmm. like, right. You, you mm -hmm. miss details when you're just kind of like checking a box or just thinking you're just going to pull up to a situation and it goes planned. So I'm always expecting the bullshit. Yep. You know, like no matter it. what. So, I like um, it. I don't even know if I can curse on here, but yeah, you, no, you're good. good. I mean, I'm about four or five in already. So, <laughs> uh, no, you're good. But yeah, so just kind of expecting, you know, things to not go as planned. Uh -huh. Um, I like that. that's one thing that helps me. Like, you know, I I, I always do that for um, like the airport. It's like I'm expecting traffic. <laughs> I'm expecting TSA to like. You know, just I'm expecting Scream something to go. Just yeah, always something, something right? to go wrong, or I forgot this or whatever. So it's like if I'm if I'm going into it like that, um, I'm never gonna fluster. In Don't a stop. Sense. Yeah. So all right, man. So give us your your social handles. Underscore D Hodge or underscore D Hodges on uh, Twitter and Instagram and um, Facebook. I'm really not into the the Snapchat world. Like, yeah. I mean, some, we have most of the athletes do it, but uh, but yeah, my my main outlets are um, Twitter and Instagram. I, I try it. to keep yes, things sir. a little positive. All right, man. Well, hey, man, thank you so much, man. Enjoyed having you on. Nah, I love it. I love it, man. Just Y'all brought up some stuff, man. <laughs> Coach, Coach White. Yeah. Coach Ashy, White with the Ashley. That, 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 that did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we want to thank you all for listening, man. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, please follow us on Black and Sports on all your social media platforms. And then uh, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, man. And uh, please know that we're on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, you name it, we're there. And just remember, we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. 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 Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts and racks on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to conscious class to rap.